0: That's heritageradionetwork.org/15 to donate and enter to win today, and make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you.
1: Today's program is brought to you by Roth Cheese, a pioneer in the U.S. specialty cheese movement. For more information, visit rothcheese.com.
2: Hey there, and welcome to the Feed Feed podcast. I'm Alexa Santos, a food editor at the Feed Feed, the world's largest crowdsourced food publication and social media community, serving as your daily source for what to cook, bake, eat, and drink. Throughout season four of the Feed Feed podcast, we will be trying to help you solve the daily question that we are all faced with, which is, what's for dinner? Each week, we will be speaking with members of the hashtag Feed Feed community who are a constant source of ideas and inspiration and help us get dinner on the table every night. Today, I'm very excited to be joined by Chris Joe or CJ, who you may know as at CJ.eats on TikTok or at CJ.eats underscore on Instagram. He is a third generation Chinese American home cook turned food content creator and recipe developer. He's popular for sharing easy, approachable recipes of all of your favorite Asian dishes, such as his viral Taiwanese popcorn chicken, Sichuan dan dan noodles, and chicken katsu curry. Welcome to the Feed Feed Podcast, CJ. I'm so thrilled that you're here.
3: Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here, Alexa. Thanks.
2: Yes, and I'm already hungry just talking about your (laughs) recipes. Me too.
3: I haven't eaten anything today, so yeah, I should probably do that
2: afterwards. (laughs) And everything you make looks so good. So how did you decide to start? what, What was your inspiration to kind of start doing the kind of like easy, approachable, basically like food that you would get takeout, but make it at home? How did you decide to start doing that? So,
3: you know, I have always had like a real passion for cooking. Um, And I think just like starting in, I think I posted my first video in February. I was just honestly like, it's I mean, quarantine, like everyone was just so bored at home. Like my wife took up like knitting, (laughs) you know, Like, like I was like, damn, I need to do something with my time. And I was like, you know, I love to cook like I have my iPhone, like I can, I should start like filming these recipes and, you know, just posting them to TikTok. Like, let's see what happens. And I think the first recipe that I posted was, a uh, like a Dan Dan noodles or something like that. Um, like on my, you know, crappy iPhone XR, like the quality was terrible, but it got <laughs> like a couple hundred thousand views. I was like, oh my God, like that, like, this is really cool. So, um, it just kind of took off from there. And I, I, eventually like upgraded my equipment and that kind of stuff and and yeah now now I am now I have the uh I post the recipes that you see today
2: That's awesome. And so you it's kind of cross cultural there's a lot of different kind like there's Taiwanese there's curries there's so it's not I know you said you're Chinese American but you kind of have a wider Range of the type of cuisines you cover is that is do you basically just make what you crave or how do you decide that, what you're going to exa- make?
3: That's exactly it. Honest, to be totally <laughs> honest, like I love Asian food so much. Me too. I love noodles. I love dumplings. I love chili oil. I love spicy things. Everything. I love it all. So um, yeah. No, I I just make what I love to cook, and I love to and and. Uh, you know, it's great because I get to make all these amazing foods and then eat them right afterwards. So yeah,
2: that's yeah. pretty ideal. Yeah. And I'm sure your wife is thrilled too, that you're cooking probably even more now than oh, yeah. before.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She, we, we tag team it. She, she helps out with like the dishes and stuff. And I, I do all the, I, I do the cooking. So she's great.
2: Oh my God. Well, there you go. you got the dream team.
3: We're the dream team.
2: I love it. So let's run it back. Let's go back to the beginning and tell me a little bit about food and family. So yeah. you are Chinese American? Are you Chinese on one side, American on the other, or what is kind of like the cultural background that you grew up with?
3: Yeah. So so my mom my mother and father are both Chinese. Um mm-hmm. My grandparents are the ones who who immigrated here uh, from Canton, China, like the southern southern uh, area of China. Mm-hmm. Um, they came here in in the twenties, and then um, like my grandfather was in the army. Um, he was actually a like a, a a cook in the army, and then later became a butcher and owned his own grocery store. And then you know, he had my he had my dad, and then they they met like my dad and my mom met, and they moved to California. Okay. Um, so I, I'm I'm technically third generation. So uh, my parents were, like I said, my parents were both born here, but mm-hmm. I, I grew up in um, the South Bay of Los Angeles, which is very. Uh, you know, I grew up in the '90s, and it was uh, it wasn't very diverse. It was it's much more diverse now. But I I just remember being one of like the only Asian kids in in my school. Really, um, I had I had one Asian friend. His name was Kenny. Um, (laughs) I I just reconnected with him because he found one of my TikTok videos. Um, But yeah, like it was, it was me and Kenny, man. We, uh, we were, we were homies and, and it was, and, and yeah, so it it was, it was kind of growing up in a um, very, not, not a very diverse uh, background, but um, you know, one of the things that really, you know, got me, you know, got me through was like all, you know, my family and like all the great Asian food that we ate when we got together. Um, so that, that's been a huge part of my, my childhood and upbringing for sure.
2: Awesome. So who, who was kind of cooking in your house? Was it your mom or dad, a little bit of both grandparents who was kind of doing most of the cooking?
3: Yeah, no, like I, like, so like I said, um, before my, my grandfather on my, my dad's side, he was the, he was the big cook in my family. Um, And like we would always get together for like major holidays, and we would go over to his house, and he'd have like the whole spread. Um, He, I remember he he had his cleaver, um, which he actually (laughs) passed down to me, and I, I actually use it in my my cooking videos. That was his cleaver. What, oh, so no it's no. A, yeah. He's, he's no longer with us, unfortunately. And uh, you know, I miss him a lot, but like, yeah. I it would, like, I would have loved to show him like my recipes and uh, you know, just showing him. So I miss him. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like he, he was, he was, he was great. Uh, but he was like my first inspiration um, for cooking. Yeah. He, he did all the cooking and um, I learned a lot from him for sure.
2: Amazing and what were some of the dishes he was kind of making was he doing really traditional Chinese stuff or yeah. what was he making
3: so he would he kind of introduced me to like the velveting method like um, like using cornstarch and like egg white and marination of meats and and, and baking soda so yeah. that was really cool um he would make really simple stuff like uh, you know just like sliced beef with oyster sauce and broccoli um his what so he My my grandparents on my dad's side they uh, watched me and kind of raised me while my my two parents were working. Uh, They Mm -hmm. worked full time, so I would I remember as a kid I would always go to their um, their house and he would always make me chicken and rice, Um, like chicken just really simple like steamed chicken thigh and rice. And you know when I got older I was like yeah yeah like what how do you make this? It's so good it's like so juicy and all he did was combine chicken thigh with oyster sauce and white pepper and that's it it. and all the juices like they just marinate together and they they do their thing and then he just served it over white rice and i would eat that up like every single day i never got tired of it yeah so i'll have to post that one it's a it's a super super easy yeah just as a tribute to my my yeah yeah
2: oh my gosh i was literally about to say i was like i don't think i've seen you post that one (laughs) yet but that would be really cute especially if like in the voiceover, you were saying like, you know, this is my grandfather's recipe. It was my yeah. favorite. you see it every day. Like, Ooh, I see it. I'm envisioning it. It's going to be great. <laughs> yeah,
3: I, I miss him a lot. I wish I could show oh. him all the, uh, yeah, the, the, the social channels that I have now. I think he'd be, I think he would really enjoy it.
2: He would, he'd be so proud. And well, I think it's really cool that you're kind of bringing your culture to kind of the masses and, you know, kind of showing like you, you know, like you explained just easy approachable recipes and Showing people that you know, hey, if you want this cuisine, you don't you don't need to order takeout. You yeah. can make it, and it's not too hard. Yeah, so. it's,
3: it's it's all really easy. You know, there's there's only a, a handful of ingredients that you really need, and a lot of Asian cooking they use the same ingredients over and over and over again, mm-hmm. just in very, different variations. I mean, a lot of cultures do that too. So it's uh, yeah. So that's 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 my goal. That's my goal.
2: Yes. Well, you've got me inspired to make some of these dishes, like things that I would pretty much never think to make you yeah. know like i would never think to make danda noodles at home but i'm like hey if cj can do it
3: <laughs> that's right you know what if i can do that i'm just the normal guy i'm a home cook like if i can do this you can definitely do this
2: all right game on i'm gonna do it <laughs> i want to make the nail look so good i just like oh. so yeah we're making each other hungry now we're like that's that's the I really,
3: point you know i really should have eaten before this
2: Me too. Honestly. Yeah, we're struggling, but it's okay. We're going to get through and then we're going to eat after. It's going to be great. great. (laughs) And so with your cooking style, has it evolved or like kind of walk me through the evolution of your cooking. So you kind of started learning from your grandpa and at a young age, when did you start kind of getting involved in the kitchen and how did it become, how did you kind of develop your skill set?
3: Yeah. So like as I was growing up, like at home with my mom and dad, like we, I mean, like I said, they were very busy. They were working full time. So we, we honestly, we ate a lot of like, <laughs> we didn't really eat a lot of like traditional Asian foods. We ate a lot of like hamburger helper, uh, like frozen yes. meals, like canned pasta sauce. We, I'd brown the ground beef and then we would boil the spaghetti and like make it. Um, so it was just like, and I have two younger brothers. So like we needed to make a lot of food quickly. Mm-hmm. Uh, cause we were all growing and eating yeah, a lot, three, boys. three hungry boys. So, um, so yeah, like, you know, as I was growing up, I would help around there, but I, you know, I really didn't, um, start kind of taking food seriously and kind of developing my skills until I was in college. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that, so that was like 20, like 2009, 2000, t- t- 2009, 2013. And mm-hmm. like, that was really when like YouTube was really blowing up and um you know there was like there was so many videos that i would watch just on different you know techniques or cuisines and and that kind of thing um and that's really kind of where i i learned like my skills like honestly there's so much there's such a wealth of information out there now and if you wanted to learn something you you could if you wanted to like y- yeah i mean they, that and that's how i did it and that's how i kind of built the confidence in the kitchen and and the the uh, cooking skills that I have today.
2: Yeah. So were you kind of cooking for your friends in college or?
3: Yeah. So I, I'm like I, so I went to U- Santa Barbara, UCSB, uh-huh. go Gauchos. Um, go
2: Gauchos. <laughs> so
3: there's like a one square mile in Santa Barbara called Isla Vista. And it's like, it was known as like the huge party town. Like there were these house, these big houses where, you know, 10, 11, 12 people would all live together um, like on one lease. So it, yes. so it was kind of like, like a little like animal houses, like on, on every, and think about that, like every block for one square mile. Oh my God. Um, so like we would, I would, and this was when I kind of like developed my passion for cooking, you know, even more so. And I would make, uh, that, there was one time I made ragu bolognese. bolognese, is that how you say it?
2: I don't
3: know. You're asking the wrong gal. My <laughs> good we'll, we'll, we'll go with that. We'll go with um, that. And my housemates were like, oh my God, like Chris, this smells so good. Like, can, can I, like, can I get some, like, can I buy some? <laughs> so I, yeah. So I ended up like cooking for my house and, um, and then our neighbors, it was a, it was a great way to like meet people and, and then kind of get a lot of people together. So like, that's kind of where it all started. And then, um, you know, as I, you know, continued my passion. Like I I started, you know, making other types of food and then obviously Asian food. I, like I said, I love Asian food. So kind of like went into that, that genre. And um, yeah, so I've I've been, that's kind of where, where I am today.
2: Hey, well, that's awesome. And so then you, now you have a wife and I assume you're doing a lot of the cooking there. So, and you're (laughs) cooking also for, you know, hundreds of thousands of people on the internet. So how would you say, I guess, you're Cooking style has evolved from you know cooking for the boys in the yeah. <laughs> in the in cooking the pseudo the frat house yeah, to right. now like cooking elevated dishes for the internet. Like yeah. what is that evolution well, like?
3: So like my whole thing is cooking shouldn't be hard or intimidating. Like it it is for a lot of people, and it it doesn't really doesn't have to be. Um, you know, I try and focus my recipes around like being very easy, you know, to, to put together, very approachable, um, because it doesn't have to be complicated. Like I don't use that many ingredients in my recipes or I try not to, because I I try and gear it towards other home cooks like myself who are probably busy. Um, you know, they have jobs and they have families and they just need to get something Quick and, and easy and delicious on the table, like that's that's why I'm here. Like that's my that that's my mission and that's my goal. Like that's what I want to share with the world. So,
2: mm-hmm. so yeah. Well, look at that, and look how far you've come. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, we're just we, getting started, so I'm I'm, I'm yes. super super excited.
2: So, what's your wife's favorite dish of yours?
3: My wife's favorite dish. Okay, so she loves dandan noodles. Like mm-hmm. I will I will make it um, like all the time for her. Um, and she loves spicy food. So yeah, she's super into that as well.
2: Ooh. And so what are, what is like your, I guess your most popular, well, we know what your most popular is for her, but what is your, like, you knock it out of the park every time and people are always like, Oh my God, CJ, this is amazing. What's like your big one?
3: So I, I'm a big fried chicken guy. Yeah, clearly. (laughs) Clearly. Like if you see my recipes, like there's a lot of like fried chicken Bases like that's the base for a lot of yes. my stuff, so yeah. I'm, a, I'm, I would say I'm a, a fried chicken connoisseur. I love, I love like hot chicken, like you know, I live in LA, so we there's a ton of food options here. Um, so I, I love trying like the newest, like fried, hot fried chicken spot. Um, yeah, like I, I'm a big, big fried chicken guy,
2: yes. Okay, so that's the one that you like, you nail it every time. I mean, every time I, I mean, it also the sound and like the you get that crisp and i feel like you've gotten like you've just absolutely nailed like the crispiness of the chicken like every time i'm like jesus christ (laughs) (laughs)
3: well it's been cool to like also see just different ways to prepare fried chicken there's so many different ways right there's like you can brine it first or you can um you know you can marinate it like do a dry marinate and then do a wet marinate Marinade and then dip it in egg and then dip it in you know panko or there's just, there's just like so many different methods of fried chicken and each culture has their own version of it which i i find is like fascinating um that you know just dip diff- cultures on in, on the other side of the world like ultimately came to create something delicious like in the same
2: way yeah we were all they were all just like fried chicken is good right <laughs> yeah. all right perfect
3: yeah exactly <laughs>
2: So that's awesome. So obviously you're doing a lot of cooking for videos and I assume that eats up a lot of your cooking capital, but when you're just kind of making dinner for you and your wife, what is kind of a normal night of dinner look like? Like how are you kind of approaching <laughs> what's for dinner? <laughs>
3: yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I like these last couple of months have just been a lot of content creation. So to be honest, it's been um, cook on the weekends and then like we have a ton of food and that's what we're eating during the week. So yeah, (laughs) honestly, like what you see on TikTok and Instagram, like that's what we're, that's what my wife and I are eating. (laughs) Um, But yeah, no, I mean like we, we love, um, you know, just. I mean, well, one, we live in LA, so we love you know to go out on on date nights every once in a while and trying like new restaurants. I, we just went to um, the Girl and the Goat um, that Ooh, just opened oh, in, the LA. Woman in LA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was amazing. Ooh, it was really how good. How was it? I've been it there was, in it Chicago. Was so good. So good. Um, they have uh, they had like a duck uh, duck liver pate that was really good. Yes. Um, what I loved there was all the textural contrasts that they that they included in their dishes. So they, um, oh, there was this one uh, like Mexican inspired dish. It was it was just it was really good. I would I would highly recommend if you can get a reservation there to go. Uh, yeah, because it was oh great, and the interior is amazing. It's like it's in the Arts District, um, so it's if you're familiar with there, it's like a lot of like older buildings, but then they totally redid it, and there's just hanging plants and it, it's like so green and lush and it's just a it was a great experience
2: oh oh my gosh that sounds so good yeah i i've been to the one in chicago but not the yeah, one in LA, yeah yeah <laughs> my,
3: my wife had been to the one in chicago and then when she found out that uh it was opening up in la she was like hunting for that reservation uh-huh. <laughs> and she got it she got it so it was yeah it was that's a, great... a hard
2: one to get no matter what city you're in yeah. i mean her restaurants are so good every yeah, single one so, so just amazing well, oh well, I'm jealous and <laughs> considering I'm not in Chicago or LA, uh, hopefully sooner rather than later, I'll be able to uh, try Chef Steph. Well, that's what me and my family call her, Chef Steph. Get to try her, get to eat her food again soon. Definitely. <laughs> so what ingredients do you always have in your kitchen, CJ?
3: So for me, it's, it's a lot of aromatics. Um, okay. I always have like garlic, ginger, I love green onions. I love scallions. They're like Mm -hmm. probably like my favorite vegetable. I think they just add so much flavor and, and, you know, they just take dishes to the next level. So I love that. Um, I always have a batch of like homemade chili oil that I, I'm I'm posting that recipe soon. So little, little plug for that. Stay tuned. Mm -hmm.
0: Um,
3: And then as far as like, you know, uh, like, like seasonings, I would say like, you know, obviously soy sauce, oyster sauce, those things. The thing about those things, they last so long in the fridge. Like mm-hmm. you can you can have them for months and then you know keep using them. Um, so I, I don't have to feel like I'm rushed to use things like like for example, like cream for example. You know, like it'll go bad in a, in a, you know, a few days. So right, um, like Shaoxing wine, like white, white pepper. I love white pepper. Just love the aroma and the and mm-hmm. the the taste of it. Um, but, you know, but aside from Asian food, like I I always have. Pasta in my, <laughs> I love I love Italian food. I love Roman pastas. Uh, I mentioned ragu, ragu bolognese. Um, that's like one of my all-time favorite dishes to make as well. Um, so yeah, pasta, pasta is definitely uh, a big one on the list.
2: You've got all these sound like very important items to have on hand. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yes, I just I actually just tried a new pasta. I don't know if you've heard of it. It's called like cask cascatelli
2: cascatelli no it's
3: a well i saw it a few months ago and it was this self-proclaimed like the best pasta shape ever and it's like this new pasta shape it's so it's cascatelli i I might be butchering the name but it's it's shaped like a cascade like a waterfall like a cascade but then on the back side of it it's like ridged there's ridges on it um i think I, I forget who make like i forget where the, the person who makes it where they're base but it took me like six months to get this freaking pasta like really? i was on a waiting list yeah and then i finally got it um just like the other month that i made it and, and did was, it live
2: like, up to the hype
3: it, it, it did no like it was it's made from like bronze cast dyes um and it's like slow dried so it, it's very porous very te- uh has a great texture great bite uh i would recommend it yeah it was it was really good.
2: Cascatelli. Okay, yeah, I'm writing that down because I I'm a big fan of different pasta shapes and (laughs) that sounds like a really good one. I love yeah, I mean you talk about the bite and like you know, those are all very important things. Absolutely. Oh my gosh, we're making each other even more hungry now.
3: (laughs) Really? Really should have ate before
2: this. Well, hopefully you have leftovers to that you can just heat up quickly.
3: We we do, we have tons. Okay.
2: Good, 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 amazing. So tell me, CJ, who inspires you?
3: So I I mentioned him before, but, but really my, my grandfather, um, my yeah. Yeah. So that that, I'm Chinese. So like on my dad's side, your grandfather, I guess it's kind of like a nickname. So I'm a, I'm a bad, bad Asian. Like I don't speak Chinese. I I wish (laughs) I, I wish I I did. And that's something that I'm definitely working on. But um, my grandfather on the, um, on your dad's side, he's your yeah. Yeah. And then, on your mom on your mom side, he's your uh gungung. Gung. And then your grandmother on your dad's side is your nenin. I call her okay. nen. And then um, on your mom's side, it's your popol. So my yeah yeah was the big cook and like he's been my my big inspiration. Um yeah, he had, like it's been like four years since he passed away, but I oh. yeah, I think about him a lot, honestly. Like every time like, you know, I use his cleaver or like, I, you know, I'm like cooking Asian food. It, it really reminds me of him. And he, cause he, you know, he worked his butt off, man. Like right. he, he, he immigrated here from China, like in the twenties. Um, you know, he, he like fled, um, you know, a really bad situation there and, and he yeah. made a life for my family and, and ultimately like me and my, my brothers. And he, just worked so hard. And, and like, I, I miss him a lot. And he, oh. he definitely inspired me to, yeah, just be a, be a, be a better cook and just be a better person, honestly.
2: Oh, that's amazing. That's so cute. <laughs> I know I'm getting <laughs> emotional.
3: Um, oh. Sorry, But um yeah, I, I miss him a lot. And I, I wish I could show him, um you know, all the things that I'm, I'm doing now. I think he would be yeah. really proud.
2: He totally would. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And I think that, it obviously comes through, you know, that inspiration and that love you have for him, and I do think that doing his recipe will it'll be it'll yeah, go over very well. Think, I'm excited yeah, like to like see
3: it. Special occasion, like his his birthday, um, is in January, so so maybe I'll I'll, I'll do it as like a Ooh. tribute. Birthday, and
2: I want to make it. It sounds yeah, so good. It's so
3: easy. It's like I was blown away, like at how easy. I'm like that's it. Like that's all you do. Like oyster sauce and white pepper. That's it.
2: Oh my so, gosh. Yeah, like he must have had that magic touch. It was that little like it's that ounce love. of love too. Yeah, it's the love. Oh, that's so sweet. And oh my gosh. That's amazing. And he taught you about velveting, you said too. So yeah. he, he taught you a lot of like no, techniques that kind of like yeah. helped you through.
3: And like I I I wish I, you know, it was I, I wish I was older and like I took cooking more seriously because I would have loved to like make Thanksgiving dinner with him. And because mm-hmm. he would he He would slave like all day he would wake up super early in the morning, like thanksgiving was a big thanksgiving and christmas was a big big like his his super bowls if you will yeah of course. um and he would uh you know he would wake up so early and and make the turkey or or make the ham and I would have just loved to have been there and like help help him out and and we could have the could have been something that we'd done together but um yeah. but yeah.
2: I did this, it was the same thing with my grandma and same kind of impact that she had on me and my, you know, desire for cooking. And she also is no longer with us. And I feel the exact same way. It's like, oh my gosh, like I was too young to really appreciate, you know, everything she was doing in the kitchen. And I'm sure, you know, you kind of have the same scenario where like, yeah. I don't even remember exactly what she did. I know. It that I know. Way. <laughs>
3: so if there's any, if there's any young people listening to this and, and you're, you're, you're lucky enough to have your grandparents around, you know, spend time with them and, uh, you know, learn, learn about where they came from.
2: Mm-hmm. It's, I love that your grandpa was so like passionate about Thanksgiving. Cause I feel like it, that's not really a thing. And yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
3: No, I, I don't think so, but yeah, I think, I think what the, the theme there was just getting family together. Uh, yeah. that, was, that was really, really important for him uh, and yeah. to him sorry, rather. So um, yeah, we, we always made it a point to, to get the family together and, and just catch up and and, and you know, just spend time with each other because it's it's important.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And did he do big like Lunar New Year cooking celebrations? Yeah, we, yeah. As well? We would
3: always do like Chinese New Year too. Like in February, um, we we get the so like I remember uh, we would he would always have like a steamed chicken, and then we would he would put it right in front of the the front door, and then he would light all the candles, and then we would bow three times like to the god like just this gods and the spirits, like thanking Mm -hmm. for, you know, thanking for everything they've given us and like for everything that we have. So that was, that's something I remember as a kid. They, uh, we always did. We would always bow three times.
2: Oh, and then what did he make? What were, did he make a lot of like dumplings? Uh,
3: So he would do like a lot of like noodle dishes, like, uh, like chow mein, uh, and like vegetables and, um, yeah, but uh, like uh, he he wouldn't really do like the roast meats. Like we would, <laughs> to be honest, we would pick them up from like uh, like San Gabriel Valley because like those guys really know how to cook. Uh, yeah. the, like the the Peking ducks and the crispy roast pork. We'd always go to like um, this place called Sam Wu, um out in like Monterey Park. That was his go-to spot. But, um, but yeah, like we would, yeah, we would, we would just either, either, you know, pick things up or he would cook if, um, and, and we'd just get together and and just enjoy each other's company and and eat and spend the day together.
2: sounds like the dream. That's (laughs) really all you need. Uh, Yeah, (laughs) it
3: really is. I would, I would love to do that every day.
2: Oh my God. Sounds great. We're going to take a quick break and hear from our sponsors.
1: Today's program was brought to you by Roth Cheese, a pioneer in the U.S. specialty cheese movement. Roth has made specialty cheese in the rolling hills of Wisconsin for more than 30 years. With strong Swiss heritage, Roth is best known for its award-winning Alpine-style Grand Cru cheeses. Fresh Wisconsin milk, combined with expertise in affinage, is how Roth creates high-quality, great-tasting cheese year after year. In 2016, hard work paid off when out of over 2,000 contenders, Roth Grand Cruiser Schwa was named world champion at the World Cheese Championship. For more information, visit RothCheese.com.
2: So you're doing a lot of cooking for work well for content and then you also are you know needing to feed you and your wife so this is a question I always ask tell me how often do you grocery shop
3: so we grocery (laughs) shop a lot and like my wife and I are weird in the way that we love the grocery store like love it like we, we love walking around we like looking at the stuff we love Costco like we're Oh my God, like cons- Costco hashtag sponsor me. Oh my God. We, we love Costco. Um, you know, like Whole Foods. And then like we, you know, my go-to Asian markets are, uh, I live in LA. So Ranch yes. 99, um, H Mart, like those are my go-tos. They, they literally have everything, but we, we go at least once a week, if not more now that I'm like, you know, making content and, and cooking a lot. Um, so, so yeah, we're, we're, we're there quite frequently.
2: Well, it's the good thing that you enjoy it then, right?
3: Yeah. No <laughs> it's it's basically my second home.
2: Yeah. Well it could be worse, right? Yeah, no, it
3: could be it definitely could be worse. So very, so very, with- very-
2: you're going to Costco, are you kind of stocking up on a lot of things in bulk and then kind of picking up some fresh produce yeah, in between?
3: Yeah, that's kind of the strategy. I mean, like, we'll always, like, have, like, chicken on hand or, or beef or steak or something. And then, um, like, at, w- when we need it, like, we'll we'll go and get fresh produce. Like, we, we really try and be, like, conscious about not wasting food. So mm-hmm. um, we cook, you know, when I when I make something in a recipe, like, we're eating all of it, you know? Like I'm not trying to make like a huge amount for you know for the shot or whatever, Um, but like yeah we or or we'll we'll we'll, like give it to our neighbors or our friends or that kind of thing. But yeah, that's we definitely don't like to waste food here.
2: Good, and that's very Cali of you. Yeah,
3: very very (laughs) Cali. Yeah, sustainable sustainability.
2: Yes, we're definitely save the planet. Yeah, exactly. There are definitely worse things to be passionate about, right? Like, <laughs> yes. <get> for that. <laughs> yes, for
3: sure, for
2: sure. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so now I have a fun game for you to play. So okay. it's. <laughs> cool, this is fun. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. So it's G-rated, but okay. F, marry, kill. So you have to pick one <laughs> thing to F, one thing to marry, and one thing to kill. Okay. And so I picked three things that are specific to you.
3: <laughs>
2: okay. <laughs> so here are your three to choose between. You've got chili oil garlic and chicken
3: oh my god yeah it's okay tough. uh well i'm definitely marrying the chili oil like wow that, that yeah i'm sorry like y- you don't understand my love for chili oil i will put it on everything like
2: so that's your th- deepest love th- is chili oil
3: yes yes You you've heard it here first Chili okay. oil, on dumplings on noodles vegetables anything um, i want your
2: chili oil recipe i can't i'm, I'm posting
3: it. it i filmed it I, i'm, I'm okay, gonna post go it uh either this week or next week
2: all right game um
3: on. i guess i would f the garlic um because oh. you know i mean I, I i do love garlic but not as much as chili oil so i guess i'm not marrying the garlic okay and then this is kind of a copa, but i I'm killing the chicken because it's already dead, and it's not gonna feel any pain,
2: right? okay, but you said you love fried chicken so much
3: oh well, but the but the chicken's the chicken's not alive anymore, so it it's okay
2: it's okay <laughs> maybe, I'm gotta, ta-
3: maybe I'm taking it too literal
2: yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I mean, everything's up for interpretation. I respect where you're going with it, no shade no,
3: yeah, okay, <laughs> all right, well. Yeah, those it's are those are three to tough, hard choices those are three tough ones okay
2: sure. but I respect it and I think that the the lifelong partner in the chili oil seems like a that was a no-brainer so
3: yeah no that, that's fine that, yeah that's that's my non-negotiable
2: <laughs> <laughs> I need to start putting chili oil on more things
3: you really do have you tried any of like the there's like there's a bunch of great like brands out there that that make chili oil I haven't tried them all but like I know there's like uh like, David Chang has, like, a Chili Crisp. Like, there's Fly by Jing. Like, have you tried any of those?
2: I think I have, but I haven't, like, not enough. Yeah. Like, probably, like, more at restaurants and not, like, having it in my own kitchen. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah,
3: yeah. So yeah, I need no, to I'm-
2: acquire some ASAP.
3: Me too. Me too. That's definitely on the on the to do list. I would love okay. to. Okay, but
2: I also want to. What is what goes in yours? Like, what are the main ingredients of yours?
3: So okay, this is a good preview. Um, okay, I, so yeah. I, I'll use like a neutral oil. Um, so I, I've been kind of doing a little more research about oil and like you know just like the the properties of like vegetable and canola. So I try, which are not great. Um, yeah. So I try and use like something neutral that's healthier, like avocado oil. Mm-hmm. So I'll I'll do like three cups of that. Um, heat that up to about like a lower temperature, so like two twenty five, two fifty, and then I'll I'll infuse it with a bunch of like Asian spices. So like uh, a couple tablespoons of Sichuan peppercorns for that like numbing numbing spice, star anise, cinnamon, Ooh. cloves, garlic, uh, like fresh garlic smashed and shallot, and um, oh. you know let that simmer for you know in in the two twenty five to two fifty degree oil for you know 30 minutes to an hour or so to really get that infuse and extract all the all the spices and then i will strain the like strain out the the um the spices because you don't want those mixed in with your chili oil you just want right. the flavor there. and then um i'll crank that oil up to like 350 360 and then in a in like like a heat proof container bowl um, I'll, I'll put a, a couple cups of like Szechuan chili flake. And then you all you do is just pour it over that chili flake. And then it's, the aroma, Alexa, I'm telling you, smells so good. It's like popcorn. It's oh so God. good. And then you, you just let it sizzle, let it, let it do its thing. And then um, I, I add a little uh, sesame seed and, and season it with salt and, and that's it. And then you let it cool, jar it up and, and you got chili oil um forever
2: oh my gosh okay well, i'm making that like as soon as you post it <laughs>
3: <laughs> <Okay>. sounds <laughs> and good it
2: lasts, it lasts a long time
3: yeah you i mean you it, as long as you store it properly so like um store it in a mason jar something airtight mm-hmm. uh, you don't want to let any like bacteria or anything like that get in there and um uh, yeah i mean it, it should last for at least a couple months for sure you can Ooh. keep it in the fridge if you want um yeah no, it, it's okay. it's very, very versatile.
2: Well, I'm definitely convinced.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I, I'm Stay glad number, I sold you on the chili oil.
2: Yes, oh my gosh, that sounds amazing. Oh, whew. I am very excited to eat.
3: <laughs> Me too. Oh my God, I'm starving.
2: Yes. So was there anything else important to tell me about that I didn't ask you yet? And know yeah, you have so some have, new project. Yeah.
3: Like I've, so um, just trying to continue kind of my journey as like a food content creator. So I've got been working on a website. Um, hopefully that will be launching live in – you know, a couple of weeks, but it's, it's going to be cj eats com where I'm going to, I'm going to post all my recipes. And then I get so many questions about like what, uh, you know, knives I use and, and what, you know, what my, um, my go to like kitchen appliances and gadgets are so i'm gonna have like a list of all those things and where you can find asian ingredients and what what brands that i I usually pick up so um yeah it's gonna be really great and and all the all those uh all that information is gonna be up there soon so hope you guys uh, check it out when it goes live i'll I'll make an announcement on my my socials
2: awesome yeah no i am very excited and i think i know how much work goes into building a website so i respect the hustle and how much time you're probably spending on that
3: <laughs> yeah it's, it's it's a lot of work but uh you know hopefully you guys will enjoy it and and you guys can learn something from it
2: yeah absolutely well yeah i'm excited to see it absolutely and i'm sure you have a lot of great content in store great recipes yes. and you know the growth will continue and you'll just continue making us all very hungry at home <laughs> with your delicious asian recipes i well, mean and i'm fully convinced that i'm having asian food tonight like there's no doubt in my mind at this point
3: (laughs) i'm so glad that i've inspired you alexa it it means a lot and thank you guys so much for having me this this has been awesome
2: i'm so i'm just so thrilled and i'm thrilled to learn more about you and your story and how this all came to be and i think it it really is awesome to kind of hear about how this all came to be what it is what's the the person behind the delicious crispy chicken recipes.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, I am. A, I am a real person, and I. Yeah, no, th- th- this has been great. It, awesome. It's, yeah, and like all the all the support and yeah, like yeah, as as you probably know, like TikTok comment section can be a little toxic sometimes, yes. but um i i've just gotten like an overwhelming amount of positive support from a lot of people i get dms like all the time they're like thank you so much for your recipes and like it honestly just makes my day it makes my life really like just the fact that i'm inspiring people to cook and cook for their family someone tagged me in a beef and broccoli recipe that they made. And I saw all their little kids like around the table. I was like, I was about to cry. I'm like, I'm bringing families together. This is so amazing. Um, So I I really genuinely, truly appreciate all the positive comments and support. It it really, really means the world to me. So thank you guys.
2: That's so wholesome. I love it. Thank you so much for listening. To learn more about the food and drink discovery platform that is The Feed Feed, head to thefeedfeed.com. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at thefeedfeed, and don't forget to follow CJ on social media at cj.eats on TikTok and at cj.eats underscore on Instagram. If you have a food story to tell or want us to interview a blogger, cookbook author, chef, or restaurateur who has helped you solve that what's for dinner question, we would love your suggestions. Just send us a DM on Instagram. See you next time.
1: The Feed Feed is powered by Simplecast. Thanks for listening to Heritage Radio Network, food radio supported by you. For our freshest content, subscribe to our newsletter. Enter your email at the bottom of our website, heritageradio.org. Connect with us on Instagram and Twitter at heritage underscore radio. You can also find us at facebook.com slash heritageradionetwork. Heritage Radio Network is a nonprofit organization driving conversations to make the world a better, fairer, and more delicious place. And we couldn't do it without support from our listeners like you. Want to be part of the food world's most innovative community? Subscribe to the shows you like, tell your friends, and please join the HRN family by becoming a member. Thanks for listening.